Work all day has got me sick I'm tired of all the politics Only one thing does the trick Time for broken shtick Part hockey, part comedy You get all of your kicks for free There's only one place to be Here on Broken Shtick The world is changing, don't you blink Outside and inside the rink Go and pour yourself a drink It's even later than you think Just played you a trick And you feel like a lunatic Grab a puck and a stick real quick It's time for broken shtick It's time for broken shtick It's time for broken shtick Alright guys Welcome back to broken shtick The top uh, 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 Comedians talking hockey podcast In the northern Denver metro area uh, Well top, <laughs> top, top five top, top seven Comedians talking hockey podcasts uh, that's slightly ab-centric and has been taking place in Denver <laughs> in the last couple months. Uh, thanks for joining us, as always. Uh, we, we, ha- we have a special guest, um, and uh, it is uh, uh, Alec Flynn, who is a member, of the, a member of the Chuckle Puckers. He's been talked about a lot on this podcast because every Chuckle Pucker, uh, <laughs> it's hard to tell a story of the Chuckle Puckers without you being mentioned. Uh, he's also... <laughs> Uh, a fucking Bruins fan, uh, so we're sorry for that. Um, yeah, and then uh, he's also a Denver comic. Uh, yeah. that's, how, that's how he gets this gig. Um, also joining us, as always, is uh, my trusty producer, John Rosenberger. Hey, everybody. Hey, uh, Alec, just hey. for the record, uh, John is a Rangers fan. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, none of us are perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's good to have you on. How you been? Dude, good. I just, I love this. The Colorado Abs fans. It's like you act like you didn't just get a fucking hockey team twenty years ago. It's like it really. We get it. Yeah. No, we like, have we hey, have a lot of rich kid guilt. I feel like a lot of rich kid guilt. I mean, talk yeah. like you got a couple pre. What is that? Two presents trophies now? Like, please save it. All right. Yeah. Like we had the fucking we had the Stanley Cup. We were winning Stanley Cups back when you could put it in like a cupboard and, or something like that. But people legit use it as silverware. <laughs> <laughs> touche you guys won some old stanley cups i mean but y- you knew that we had a team in colorado back in the uh, back in the 70s right yeah wasn't it the ih ihl right international no, no, no we had a straight nhl team uh the, the colorado ah. rockies they became the devils oh uh, yeah they were only around for i think four seasons uh yeah, yeah they were they they were around less than the atlanta thrashers uh they were epically That's, terrible i think they made yeah. the playoffs once uh, and got well, I just, I think back in the day when you'd have an expansion team, it's not like today where they're like, all right, let us make this a little bit fair. So right. at least it's like competitive. Like back in the day, these guys were ruthless because I just don't think there was as much money to be shared around in like professional hockey, really. So it's, I, I'd imagine, if, you know, you it's like competing businesses. It's like, you think I'm going to fucking help out this guy in Denver. Like, why would I do that? Like, why right. would I help out this team that's competing against me and give them some of my players? Like, fuck them. They can go into the farm system like all of us. But I have no idea how like the expansion draft worked back then, but I get the impression it was just like each team gave them like a fourth liner. And yeah, it was, it was just, just like, 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 yeah, who's the guy that smokes the least amount of cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> it was more or less just an AHL team getting called up and then just getting like a sprinkle of, uh, here, here's these guys, which will make you yeah. somewhat watchable. Yeah, can I get someone who can at least skate from blue line to blue line, not punch someone in the face, please? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. 
how you been comedy wise? Dude, comedy was comedy's been good. I got a really fun show I'm producing um on Sundays in Improper City called Sunday Fun Day. It's uh it's geared towards mostly like, you know, just people who won't put the bottle down. I mean, mostly like young professionals. I don't really like to do that, but anyone can come. It's um I don't know. It's good. I, I came out to Denver just to do comedy and it's been a fucking good time. Lately, yeah. I've been kind of resetting myself being like, yo, dude, you got to just like keep bombing or not keep. Yeah. Keep bombing and just like figure it out, figure out your own life. Cause I mean, I'm at a job right now where that I can't fucking stand. And I don't know. I don't think comedy's the way out. So I got to find some <laughs> other like <laughs> to like, I got to figure Of course comedy's the here. way out. You're, not you're right. There's, there's like, like 10% of comedians who don't become rich and famous, but that's not going to be us. Uh, 10%. <laughs> 10%. The rest of us is just easy coasting, man. Uh, yeah. What's, easy coasting. Yeah. But dude, I've just been pumped. I've been watching these playoffs, man. And it's some of like the best playoff hockey I've seen in a while. Definitely the nastiest, like in terms of just absolute, like these teams really don't like each other. And I think we haven't had had something like this because of just the proximity of all these teams. Like they play each other what like six times a season now like i mean it's yeah. over and over and over again and i, I, mean, I like that of, dude to me to me it's yeah. fucking yankee it's yankees red sox it feels like it every night i mean like the vegas golden knights and abs especially like i mean you could you could feel it it's palpable on the ice yeah and there's yeah. something that you really don't get if uh you know your team has to do like western you know swings up the west coast like you know for entire stretches of the season you know you kind of lose that animosity but right. and I, I, I yeah I also feel it's like kind of cooler too that like if you get to like the third round of the playoffs that you play a team you haven't played all season. Absolutely. It's yeah. so, it's so fun. I just, I also love the Canada aspect. We got to touch on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, oh, dude, dude, it's yeah. It, it's on my list of things to touch on. You want to just open up. Oh, I, I wanted I, to get Galley's take. I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm at the Irish Rover, like getting ready for this mic and they do a thing like, Toronto, like, I mean, this is, you got to remember, it's Canada. Like, they have been locked in their fucking igloos or wherever the hell they live, like, for, like, for what, two years now? And That's right. And then they're like, let's invite all the first responders, the doctors, the medical professionals out to, uh, you know, to the ice arena, and we'll give them jerseys. They gave them jerseys, like, all this, like, paraphernalia, and they're like, scream us off. I think they're the only ones in the arena. And yeah. it's game seven. And, and I'm like, oh, this is the perfect storm. I'm like, if I know anything about like, because the Bruins have played the Maple Leafs in the first round of the playoffs so often. Right. That it, I just, I've seen this story. I know how this goes. Like, they're going to blow it. And like, dude, to lose three nothing, couldn't even get a, a fucking. Goal. No, no they, they, they scored. Oh, they did? I was With watching, like, it was like three nothing in the third. I was like, oh they, my God. They scored like 90 seconds left after. After uh, Montreal scored an empty netter, they put one in. That's almost worse. It is kind of. It, it was felt very <laughs> pointless. Uh, but That's it was almost uh, worse. It's interesting to hear your take on the Leafs coming from like the Bruins side. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I do mean, you like lo just look at them as just kind of like those sad fucks are never going to fucking get it? Uh, I never did until this season, until I watched that. What happened last night? It was just rough, the, dude. The I, added I, effect of the first responders being in the crowd. Like, dude, because you got to think about how many COVID deaths these people have probably seen and then, like, multiply that times, like, a Canadian hockey team that they follow losing and they're probably just like, I, I can't win one. <laughs> I, I, how does this? Well, at really? least Montre 
at least Montreal gets to beat them. At least another yeah, like, exactly. Of course, old Canadian Montreal. Team. But I think they but, hate them even more. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It, well, it's it's harder on Toronto, but at least like not all of Canada's crushed yeah, uh, exactly. by that. But still, it it is just like man, watching God. that. It would it, it's it's really tough. It's just like. I don't know. There's, it's I've become like a, a, a Leafs fan in the same way that I was like, you know, for a short while I was a Red Sox fan and then a Cubs fan, which is just it's just fun to cheer for the fucking team with the saddest story. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And and much like the Red Sox and Cubs, I doubt I would stay a Leafs fan for very long if they actually won it. Uh, right. But uh, it is fun to watch. And my God, this this year was just like they had a clear path. Like it's, oh. they never had an easier like path to like the third round. And they just, and I bet against him. I bet against him. And, uh, and I've been doing it for years and I'm always fucking right. And like last year for the the qualifying, I was just like, oh, Toronto's playing Columbus for just to get into the playoffs. No, nope. They're going to lose in five. They're going to take it to the end and lose uh, as they always do. Yeah. It's so sad. I mean, dude, you mentioned that. It's just, it's like, because you have Marners and Matthews who are like, these are kids that like were in my age group who like, I'm thinking of like, they're 23 years old. They're the same age as me or no, 24. Yeah. And like, you know, they're, I kind of sympathize with them like in a little bit. Cause it's just imagine having a hockey crazy city like Toronto. And it's like, you are the guys like granted you're, you've been professional athletes now for what, like five years. Like, you know, you're, you're kind of like, it's kind of now or never. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I mean, bro, could you imagine if I was that, like, if I was him, I'd be like, yo, I got to go to Cabo. Like I would party my face off. I would go to the, <laughs> I'd go to Japan. I'd go to Thailand and get into the lady boy culture. Cause I just would need to forget that. I just let down everybody I've ever met in the city of Toronto. I mean, that's the only thing you could do. I mean, like an older guy, like a Zdeno Chara might be like, I'm going to go to fucking Czechoslovakia and ride my bike around like a weirdo. Like yeah. Mitch Marner, if I'm Mitch Marner and I'm Austin Matthews, I'm doing a boys trip to like a, a gambling den in fucking Shenzhen or like somewhere just where nobody <laughs> can find you. And I'm, him, I'm sitting down and being like, how are we going to fucking win this cup? Like, how are we going to at least like make a name for ourselves? Because, bro, they had Austin Matthews, one goal. Mitch Marner, four points, all assists. The entire series, like that's fucking, that's trash. It's bad. Uh, but Nylander was was really good. Uh, yeah, but Nylander shouldn't be that guy. Like you can't lean shouldn't, on him. He shouldn't like, be the he guy. Has the, he has the body of a fucking like Keebler elf. Like that's not. <laughs> he, <laughs> he can't do it. Like and Tavares should be that guy. And like when you see your captain go down like that, it's definitely jarring. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just more of a indictment on kind of like the general management there and just like the way that they have failed to kind of like build a strong core or like a, like a team that's ready for the playoffs anyway. Do you think know. they like, would have won with, with, uh, with Tavares? I, I mean, I think watching the way like he was, he got hit or the way he went off was just, was very jarring for, I mean, all of us watch. It was yeah, like, like what is back just arches and he just kind of like his head hits the, yeah. I don't know if they move on, but I definitely, I mean, dude, they, the 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 Habs came back from three games, three games. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I honest to God, like, when it when the Leafs were up three one, I was looking at it like 50-50 odds they win it. Like I still thought it was a really yeah. good odds that uh, that Montreal would come back because the fucking because the Leafs always blow it. They just I, they I always blow it. 
I, I bet against them. I bet against Edmonton because uh, I just don't see them winning. I, I've been betting against Toronto for like a decade, and it has worked out yeah. every single time. I don't know what it is, man, because I also – I mean, again, going back to like, kind of like the young thing, like McDavid was my draft year. Um, I say that like I was going to get drafted. McDavid <laughs> was my draft year. And, like, oh, you know, it's my family – yeah. So my family and I were waiting around. We watched him get picked number one. I'm like, all right, I should be up next anytime. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but him and Dreitzel, um, it feels like they don't know how to win. You know, like these guys just know how to like put up numbers and like just steamroll teams in the regular season. And like, does that come with maturity? Because it still feels like, I mean, they're younger, but like, they're just they're phenoms. You know what I'm saying? Like they're so fucking good. Hey, but if and you don't get- look at that. I mean, you don't say like, oh, for sure, they're going to be scary in the playoffs. Like, I always kind of, I'm like, eh, are they though? You know, like you look at, say, like the Tampa Bay Lightning, you go to a guy like Hedman or like Kucherov, right? And you're like that, those people, those guys are fucking bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those guys are like, like Pat Maroon. Like these guys are going to fuck you up come playoff time. You know, I don't really feel that way about uh, McDavid or Dreitseidel or like Marner or Matthews. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I mean, Edmonton, Edmonton's problem is very clear. They're just, they just, they have nothing beyond those two guys. Uh, yeah. They're so much fun to watch that I really want them to do well, but it's like they're a poorly run team where I feel like Toronto is pretty well run. But uh, you know, what I really think is that our good friend Brad Galley might have a hot take on this. Galley, you hear hey. this? Yes. How's it going, guys? Hey man, we've been we've been talking mostly about Toronto so far. <laughs> about Toronto, about the uh, the old Leafs. Yeah. Had, I, I remember we in the group chat yesterday. I asked, "What was?" I'm about to get hit by a car. There, sorry. That's sweet. <laughs> there we go. I asked, "What was sadder, if the Maple Leafs or the Oilers?" And you guys both agreed that the Maple Leafs it was sadder. Yeah, because they're a better Way team. Sadder. Yeah. Yeah. They're way, yeah, they're I, way better than that. The whole Canadian division seems real sad to me now. Just kind of like, I like Montreal and I'm rooting for them, but uh, I don't think they're very good. And then I think Winnipeg's real boring. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's sad that there's like no fans at the game still and they can't get vaccines up there. And it's just. Is, is that the issue? The, pod- they can't get vaccines? Brad, this yeah, is well, a hockey podcast, not a politics podcast. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. But get, were, your sci- were, get your science out of here. They were like, can- I, it makes me feel bad because Canada was really flexing on the U.S. last year. Like, look at how you fucking animals are handling this. And now yeah. they're like, they're just looking at these full hockey arenas in this fucking country. And they're like, fuck. They're like, I'm still I'm still getting two grand a month, but I really want to go watch the fucking Habs right now. Well, right. dude, they let in they let in um, like 500 frontline workers to the Toronto Maple Leafs game, like to sit all up top. They were the only people in the stands, and they gave them like all like jerseys and merchandise. Yeah. I would say I'm like that's the saddest part to me. Like these people yeah, have just watched like COVID <laughs> decimate their but, communities, and then they're like, "Hey, hey, here's the cherry on top. Game seven loss. How's that feel?" Oh God, yeah, it's the first the first sporting event they've been to in over a year, and they just. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if, if you're a, a true Maple Leafs fan that like, you know, when you're sitting there waiting for the game to start, you turn to each other and you go, guys, this might be the saddest thing ever. <laughs> There's a good chance this will be the saddest thing ever. Like if, if you're not doing that, then you haven't been watching. 
Fucking, it's Dude, just I, get expected yeah. at this point. There needs to be in the stadium after that game, just like you hear just Simon and Garfunkel. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I come to talk <laughs> to you <shit>. again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, enough, enough about Toronto. Uh, uh, Alec, you're a Bruins fan. I love the Bees. Dude, go yeah. Bees. Go Bees, Bruins- go Peas, go Seas, go Sox. You know how it is. Your Bruins are doing good. Uh, they're playing the Islanders, which uh, I don't know. I picked them in six games, but uh, okay. Islanders can beat them in a very boring way. I yeah. feel like, but Boston's a much better team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Boston how do you like their- has. Well, you keep going. Sorry. How do you like their odds or, or where do you rank them as far as like of the teams left? What are their odds to win the cup? Maybe like fourth, third? Definitely homering for them. I don't really know because here's the thing. Tuca's playing extremely well right now. Um, but we saw last year that when it comes down to big-time moments, he just he can just shit himself, and there's nothing you can do about that. Um, he did that – not last year. I meant to say um, the year before that was St. Louis in Game 7 where he let up okay. just some absolute bunnies. And I will say this. like The, the Islanders had our number – pretty much the entire season until we got Taylor Hall. Then once we got Taylor Hall, we beat them um, like three times. So I I think the season, I mean, the series is definitely evened up. I like our defensive core right now. Like the fact that we've added Carlo before the beginning of the season, who was, I think that physical presence that we need on the line is going to be, is going to be really invaluable going forward. But yeah, I mean, we're kind of front loaded the same way that I hate to say like sometimes you know, Toronto is because if we don't have Pasternak going, if we don't have Marshawn really going, I mean, Bergeron's going to be a, a consistent guy with you no matter what. But if one, if we don't have like, you know, Pasternak and Marshawn really like buzzing around and like making things happen, then it's, it's tough because we can't, we haven't been able to rely on third, second line scoring most of the season. I mean, you could point to Nick Ritchie, but that guy's not supposed to produce goals. He's supposed to be kind of like a grinder in the corners. You, you can, can point to I mean, Charlie you put a Taylor Hall. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's why I think if this, if we end up going deep in the playoffs, this Taylor Hall side is going to go down as like one of the most, like the smartest things Don Sweeney's ever done. Because I think like he's going to, I mean, him and Krejci have been absolutely like just perfect, like on the same page. But, you know, again, I think Charlie Coyle and some of these guys need to like, if, if we really want to go far, we're going to need scoring like from those guys. I mean, it's expected from Taylor Hall at this point. But again, Taylor Hall, um, he still has to prove that he wants to fucking be there. Like, he's still – I don't think they, he's ever won a uh, playoff series. He might have won one with New Jersey, but I don't know. No, he, no he's, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's won one. No, not at all. And this, uh, and this Islanders team is strong. This Islanders team is really strong, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean – so, let me ask you this. What's, what's your uh, – what are your feelings on, uh, on Marchand? Is he like uh, – do you have trouble defending him to other people? I'd say, yeah, definitely. But I'll, I'll give you this. Like, you know, I don't have trouble when people – it's easy because, like, people want to compare him to, say, like, a, a Tom Wilson. But yeah. I don't think those are, like, the same thing. I think he's for sure a pest. He's for sure a rat. And that's yeah, why he rarely hurts people. Him. Yeah, you But he's you... never – it's never malicious. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never – maybe, <laughs> maybe malicious is the right – maybe malicious yeah. is the right word. But like, it's never physical. He's the John Stockton of hockey. Was John Stockton yeah. like that? 
Oh yeah, like every everyone who played in the NBA at the time of Stockton fucking hates him. And really? Just talks like he was a big like he, like punch guys in the nuts, and he was a very dirty player. Really? Uh, I had no yeah. idea. He, he always struck me as kind of like a Jeff Kent, kind of like a class act, like a uh, uh, family man. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he. he yeah, he looks like a fucking CPA, and he played in Utah. Yeah. And he, had a bunch of kids yeah and he just <laughs> he's just a tiny white guy so everyone's just like well he couldn't hurt a fly right and, right yeah yeah and he was just he was just at the marchand of of the nba i had no yeah, idea dude marchand uh, you'll also say this like when marchand does certain things like it's legitimately hilarious like when he licks someone's face like that's fucking, i like objectively i thought the licking funny. was was really funny uh, i've seen yeah, i've seen him do hilarious. i've seen him be like assholes to to like reporters that didn't deserve it uh, oh occasion. yeah well he's also uh, yeah he's got a big mouth on twitter for that's for sure yeah but i mean no overall i, I don't hate marchand uh i mean nah. i kind of i kind of laugh when he gets his comeuppance but it doesn't happen often and i thought the licking thing was pretty funny like licking's when, hilarious I, yeah hey, absolutely I mean, hockey players listen if you're growing up in a locker room you know that uh i mean there's a lot more than just licking that goes you're just pretty much looking at everybody's piece all the time oh it's, it's an mean, extremely yeah. homoerotic culture it's fucking, it's extremely homoerotic culture yeah i mean it's definitely not gay but it's i mean we're we're on the fringe that's for sure i wouldn't Happy i wouldn't Pride say month. definitely yeah it's just, <laughs> it's probably not gay <laughs> um <laughs> Before we move on from the Bruins, I just wanted to, uh, I mean, so you're 23. Do you have any feelings about Ray Bork? No, dude, I like Ray Bork. I think like him yeah. going to the, to the avalanche is great. Cause I but want, you, I want to get that Jersey dude. But you were a child when it happened, right? Or just like tiny. I was tiny. a legit baby dude. Okay. Yeah. We were sorry. already trash at that point. They were tearing down the garden. Everything I know about, like Boston sports greatness. It's kind of like crazy because there really wasn't like that phrase did not come into being until like 2008. Yeah. Boston absolutely. sports greatness. It's like, that's yeah. not even like, cause by then, then the Patriots have won three Super Bowls, Then like the Red Sox have won twice. Then the Celtics had just won another championship. And it's like, now I'm, I mean, bro, I would, I like skipped school to go to parades, like almost like, every spring like it would always happen <laughs> dude that's like, a solid dude, joke actually just like i was i was struggling in school because i was getting pulled out for so many parades i know it's, dude, it's hard I was to too busy kid. underage drinking on boylston street it was like I, what was i gonna do not show up bro i'm gonna not see david poppy throw me some beads no way <laughs> <laughs> uh fair enough uh let's move on to the abs uh now that we got galley in his recording studio. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, hot takes in the abs. Uh, for, my first thing, uh, is it just me or did they change the uniform for the playoffs? Was, the that a diff- was that a different shade of blue? Like it looked darker and like not as awful. How high are you? Pretty high. Uh, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I honestly got, I, 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 I kept asking people I was watching. I was like, they've changed the helmets, right? And no one, people weren't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice yeah. that at all, but now I'm gonna go look at that now. I I didn't think so. Yeah, well, I I mean I thought the helmets were awful all year. They were just kind of like this too bright of blue, and you're just like, uh, and they were all kind of like this darker, kind of like almost a little bit navy. And I was like, oh, that kind of looks cool. Uh you but more importantly, people at the bar. What's that? You were saying this to people at the bar, and they're just like, Yeah, dude. I was, uh, okay, I was sounds say, good. I was saying it to comics in the green room. Yeah, and they were saying oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 Doesn't we, we it look more more blue? Yeah. They were like, let's play D&D. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. <Nice>. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, I guess the big thing is is uh, uh, the Kadri Reeves thing I want to talk about, which to me, like, it really felt like Ryan Reeves was trying to kill Adam Graves uh, the other night uh, during that first Dude, that uh, Vegas game. Man. It was it was fucking nuts. It was just like I know that Graves didn't get hurt, and I, that's a big part of how the suspension works. But like, you can make an argument that that Kadri's thing was an accident. It, you know, but with his reputation, I get that it's hard to make that argument. But like, there's no way you can make an argument for what Reeves did was like in any way like accidental. Like, just not like just straight yeah. knee to the back of the head. Well, and before that, he like cross-checked Grubauer in the back of the head, right? Yeah, and I think I mean I I, I heard one of the commentators say that that was just like bait, like like he knew Graves was on the ice. Yeah, he took a shot at Grubauer, and it, it wasn't like anything that would get you suspended. Like you know, it was just like a like a shove to the back of the head. But mm-hmm. like uh, he just did it, and then turned around immediately, you know, looking to pummel whoever fucking came to his defense. And luckily, he got the guy who who injured a, a Vegas player earlier that night. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it just went on for so fucking long. And then supposedly it was at the very end that he tore his hair out. Like that, like that, that was like after like there was like six guys or whatever, how many refs were trying to pull him off. That's when he pulled off <laughs> Graves helmet, grabbed a yeah. handful of hair. And someone said that he had to shave his head. Uh, that was such a big patch of hair. that got pulled out. Uh, Graves had and to he- sh- shave his flow. Yeah, and we know, and we know, hockey players. Anyone touches the lettuce, you're. I mean, you're 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 in for some fucking trouble. Yeah, don't touch. Yeah, I mean, don't touch the salad, bud. <laughs> Graves has got a nice right. head of hair too. That's a bummer. He That's does. Such a bummer, dude. I going, I mean, dude, and it's already like, I mean, it's the summertime. He had to shave his head. I mean, like, bro, I'd be coming for his fucking knees if I was him. <laughs> i don't know if i've ever like in all sports i don't know if there's ever been an expansion team that's more unlikable than the golden knights like they've they've been around for four fucking years and maybe because yeah. you're just in their division i don't know man i kind of like i think it's I like kind of i kind of like them too i kind of like i just like I, they've embraced the sort of like gaudy vegas aspect that yeah. I think most teams trying to maybe avoid, like they may be like, we're we're a professional sports team. It's like, no, dude, like we're in the middle of Las Vegas. Like most of our fans during the regular season are just drunks, like, you know, on bachelor party trips. Like it's, it's whatever, like, you know, and we're still going to have a good hockey team. I think what's just impressed everybody is how good this fucking team is. Like, I mean, right out of the gate to go to like a Stanley cup final is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's well, true. Uh, I was reading an article the other day and they're talking about, you know, Seattle is going to have a similar expansion draft where you can get a pretty good player from each team. And, you know, they're talking like, like who the abs are likely to protect and who they're likely to leave open. And they're like, the most obvious choice for Seattle is to take Ryan Graves. Uh, you know, the abs can protect three D three, three demon. And so they have, of course, McCarr, Gerard and Taze. Uh, right. And then just fucking. But they're <laughs> not going to take. What about Byron Bone? Bone Byron's not eligible. Uh, I forget oh, what. No, I forget what what rule about him is like. He's below a certain age, uh, I think. Yeah. Nice. He's a minor. That's caught. That's yeah. Hot. He's a, he's a minor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Seattle can't bang Bone Byron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they can't take they can't take any players from Vegas though, right? No, but that's that's a thing that I totally forgot about because I was like. 
they're going to take either fucking Fleury or Laner. Uh, yeah. You know, I kept thinking that, but no, yeah, Vegas has a uh, uh, <laughs> a buy, if you will. Uh, they yeah. don't have to worry about that, which is actually like, you know, kind of like a real advantage because all the other players or all the other teams are going to be shipping around players just trying not to get fucked. Yeah, exactly. And Vegas can sit around and wait for a good deal this offseason. Uh, yeah. Just one of those players floating around. Are you guys worried about this series? I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like yes, if any absolutely. team's going to match. Yeah. I mean, if any team's going to match up well with the Avs, because they're obviously not as fast as the Avalanche, but I think when it comes down to banging bodies, like just absolute size, like they get in there, they get in people's way. That's kind of always been their game. Like they can get into the corners and cycle it really well. And I think, I don't know. I don't, that's just tough when like a puck possession game is now like what the NHL is just about. That's kind of like how they got to like the Stanley cup finals. Like, I mean, two years ago or no, they're not last year, but I think that three, three years that ago. team is, Years ago, yeah. I just think that team is like that's their style is like kind of like muck around, wait for you to mess up. Whereas Avalanche are, you know, what they've done well and what they're really great at is just off the rush, just gonna go as fast as we can and just snipe or or just like wait for like someone just to get a break and then no one can pass us. Um, I don't know. That's my own opinion, but I think at the end of the day, dude, like if the Avalanche don't make it to the Stanley Cup finals, like I mean, knock on wood, but like they are. I mean, that would be absolutely absurd. Like, this team is so good. This team is so skilled and so fast. It's act out of control. I mean, I, I picked Tampa to to win the cup at the start, and I they're, they get better every game. And I'm kind of like, yeah. if, like, you know, if we do beat Vegas, uh, and I, do, I don't think it'll be an easy series. I, I think winning 7-1 is just was, was a fluke. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Leonard's not going to start another game. Yeah, but it even it wasn't even Leonard's fault. Like, it, like we just yes. came out like too fast. And, like they just weren't ready for it. Like Leonard didn't play horribly. Uh, yeah, that's. True. But uh, but I think that it you know if we if we do beat Vegas, which will probably be like a long series, and then you know wind up playing Tampa at some point, uh, they're going to be just as good. You know what I mean? It's going to be a team that's just as big, uh, just as fast, and uh, yeah, you know, and, and, and more experienced. I'd say like Tampa maybe is like that team out of the East, but I don't know. I was watching tonight, man. I feel like every team, like, I mean, maybe the Canes can slip them, but the Canes are too. I mean, the Hurricanes are just the Hurricanes. Like they'll never fucking do anything, but like, I, I just, yeah, which is a good thing. I don't, but. I don't, I don't like them. <laughs> I was, I was watching, I was thinking today, I was like, Oh, I would totally root for the Bruins against either Tampa or Carolina. Uh, yeah, if it were to come to it. Uh, I know, and but, then the bees would just not. I don't. I think the bees would get spanked against the abs personally, but yeah, uh, that's not what I want. Obviously, I think that would be an electric series. I mean, I would, I would for sure buy tickets to like the home games here. I'd have to. I mean, I, I don't think the bees would beat Tampa Bay. I mean, I think Tampa beat a better Blues t- or a better bees team last year. Uh, yeah, in the playoffs, uh, and so I mean, they should be able to handle this one. Um, what else do you want to say? Let's uh, somewhat wrap this episode up because it's fucking crazy late. Uh, remember, when the, remember when the Dallas Stars were in the Stanley Cup Finals last year? <laughs> I do. <laughs> that was nuts. Absolutely. Um, I mean, they they should have made the playoffs. They're a good enough team. They just uh, they had a bad yeah. season. Uh, you know, everyone expects them to be good next year. Just kind of like one of those off seasons. Do you guys have any? Uh, what are your predictions for the second round, the series? Interesting. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alec. You, you ready? 
I think I like the abs. I mean, I mean, I, I kind of got to go with the favorites here, abs, Canadians, and then Bruins and, and lightning. I'm just bummed that I, we won't end up playing the Canadians. That yeah. would just be, Oh my God, that would Wait, be are, fucking out of control. Is, is Montreal the favorite? I think so. Aren't they? No, I would guess I think the Jets the favorite, are. but I think that series is a toss up though. Honestly, I oh, think I it is too. I think the Winnipeg Jets hasn't played in a week, and Canada. I mean, the Canadians are kind of. I mean, they're they're riding high off beef in the Maple Leafs. I mean, that's I. I don't know. I think the Jets are going to take that series, but it's who the fuck knows, dude. Carey Price can just steal a series. I mean, we just saw yeah, it. the guy. So, the guy's light out. So can Hellebuck. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Hellebuck's the single best goalie in the league. Uh, Carey Price can still turn it on. I think he might be. You can make a case that he's top three. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm talking about goalies in the last five years. Um, but, no, I think Hellebuck is amazing. And, and you know, Winnipeg has two really good lines, scoring lines. They don't really have much defense. But I think that's good enough to beat Montreal. I'm right. taking them in six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then okay. I do a- – I'll here. do Av seven, Bruins, Bruins in six, uh, and then Tampa in six. I like that. Okay. In six. All right. This guy's just you don't like you don't like game sevens. You don't like fun. What's your problem? Well, I t- I picked abs in seven. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Good man. Good man. I'm gonna Sounds take like a little bit of fun. I'm gonna take Jets in five. I think the Canadians kind of just blew their whole load. They're happy that they knocked I do too. The they knocked the Maple Leafs out of the playoffs and they're like, fuck it, that's good enough. And the Jets, I watched uh two of those Jets Oilers games, and the Jets looked I don't know. They I, they may be the best team in the Canadian division. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it did. It should have been. But I think the Jet. I think I'll pick the Jets in five, Abs in six, Bruins in seven. Just because I think a lot of those games are going to go to OT, and it's just going to be a tight series with the Islanders. But I think the Bruins will come out, and then Lightning in six. So the next round, I think it's going to be Jets versus Abs, and then Bruins versus Lightning. Yeah, I do too. And uh, it's kind of disappointing too because you really wanted to like with the the format this year, like it'd be so much fun for, you know, a Western Conference team to play an Eastern Conference team in the third round. Uh, Yeah. And then possibly have two like teams in the same conference in the finals. And uh, it's just, it just looks like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, It seems very unlikely, which is like, ah, what a bummer. It would be fun though if Montreal won and it was like Colorado Montreal in round three. That would Uh, be fun. Yeah, it'd be. I think that'd be an absolute blast. I just, uh, I don't think Montreal can do it. I think, I think they're a very similar team to last year, which a team that was able to shock Pittsburgh, uh, and then was just like mm-hmm. didn't have enough steam to beat kind of a mediocre Philly team. Uh, well, that would be an interesting, like Montreal and Colorado. It's like that Montreal would like have to avenge Quebec for Colorado leaving. So, like, who would like all the people like with the Quebec City people? Because some of those people still stayed Avs fans. Would they yeah. all like? Yeah, that would be interesting because that's really like speaks Canadians. It really is because like they are like in a lot of ways Quebec City hates Montreal. Yeah. Uh, like, but when I I went to Quebec City a couple of years ago and like all the gift shops are covered in Nordiques gear, but there's mm-hmm. also a fair amount uh, of of Habs gear. Okay. And it's just like, it, they're not even hockey shops; they're just gift shops. Was uh, there also yeah? Was there also uh, secede from Canada? Uh, gear there? <laughs> no, I didn't see a lot of that. Uh, 
uh, you know, what that when were they trying to do that? Like the seventies, dude. They try and do that every four years. It's like the same thing. Scottish trying to do it to England. The, the fucking Quebec tries to do it to Canada, and then Texas no, tries to do it to the United States that, every fucking there was four a, years. There was a point where, like the you know Quebec wanting to secede was like had some like minor terrorism involved too, kind of like some IRA shit. Uh, yeah, and I want to say that Christ. was like back in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, there, oh, there, was, oh. yeah, there was definitely like bombs and mailboxes because I read a book about the Montreal Expos about how just like their whole history as a team and like when, a, a big, a big part I, of that. Hold, hold on a sec. When I, when I wonder what, what Brad Galley's doing at weird hours of the night, I always assume reading a book about the Montreal Expos. It's just yes. like, that's. The guy who wrote the book he used to work for ESPN. His name's Jonah Carey. And he actually lived in Denver and you, you would see him around, but he had to go back to Canada because uh, he had a messy divorce where he threatened uh, to like kill his wife and kids. And okay. uh, was that in the book? No, that wasn't in the book. That was just a little, oh. a little. <laughs> <laughs> so, That'd be funny. That was the interlude. I threatened to kill my wife and kids, but, but I've always loved the Montreal Expo. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was on Peyton Holland. He was on Peyton Holland's podcast like five years ago. Him and oh, Kate really? Holland. Yeah, so I don't know if Kate and Holland wants to be associated with him anymore. But uh, <laughs> well, he's back in Canada. We don't got to worry about him. Yeah, they extradited him. But yeah, he wrote. Yeah. Uh, he's like this super expos, and he just wrote this book about him. Like there was a chapter about Quebec trying to secede, and there was definitely yeah, there was some like, some minor terrorism, but uh, yeah, it wasn't as bad as the IRA. And uh, no, I, I I never thought it was. I just knew at one point it got kind of aggressive. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. all it's like, hey. it's like they, they want to yeah. speak French, and uh, that's all I really know. <laughs> My children almost speak English. Uh, I once, uh, man, no, it's, it's too long of a story to tell in a podcast. We're, we're, we're coming near the end. You guys want to do your stand up ghost stories? Yes, yeah. Uh, what, what do you got for us? Or, or a hockey story, of course. I got uh, a pretty good like hockey you... story. Let's see it. Okay, so can everybody hear me? By the way, my I'm feeling the uh, uh, the AirPods come out, but can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So this is just kind of more of a story about how like hockey just gets no respect in America. Like, I mean, no matter what. Um, so I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Spring break. I'm down there with everyone from my school. Like, we're just, just absolutely ripping it up. Like, going nuts. Elbow room, like you read about, and. Uh, my buddy Colin White, who plays, I'm going to drop his full name. Why not? He'll love it. My buddy Colin White, who plays on the uh, Ottawa Senators, he is, oh, yeah. like, I figure out he's in town. He's playing the Florida Panthers. So I'm like, yo, dude, what's up? Like, are you out? And he's like, yeah, bro, we're at the club next door to like the bar that you're at. Come through. So I'm there, I'm at this club and I'm like taking like those titty, uh, uh, you know, like shots, like, you know, shots like out of the girls tits things with like yeah. an entire team of the Ottawa Senators. Like I'm talking like Thomas Shabbat, like the entire squad, like um the guy that just got traded recently and like we're all just going nuts. So and, like, I was uh, I was told that you know it's it's well known that the NHL does a lot of blow, but I've been I've heard from a few sources that the number one blow team for decades has been Ottawa. Uh <laughs> can can your can your friend confirm that? Well neither confirm nor deny. All right, fair that, enough. <laughs> uh, like, uh, you know, as well as hockey, they love other winter sports. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. But um, 
Colin, if you're listening, he'll, he won't listen to this. Uh, but anyway, like he hits me. So like, we're still there. We're at the club and he goes, yo, you want to go to Miami? And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I want to go to Miami. So we get into the Uber. We drive 30 minutes to Miami. I'm trying to convince the Uber driver that I can speak Spanish. I can't speak Spanish. And uh, we get to live nightclub Miami. And uh, we were about to walk in and I get in there and like, we're online and the guy goes, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We play on the, uh, we play hockey. And he goes, all right, cool. And like, your friend can't come though. And I'm like, what do you mean? I can't come. It's like, bro, you're wearing shorts and a golf polo. And I'm like, come on, dude, let me in. <laughs> I'm like, let me in. This is fucking stupid. So yeah, but I end up like waiting outside as he's waiting outside. I'm trying to make my case. Damon from shark tank comes out of live nightclub. And I'm like, hold on one second. I got like, Hey, what's up, Damon? He's like, hey, hey, whatever. So I met Damon from shark tank. I was pretty pumped about that. And, um, <laughs> but they go into the club and Whitey's just like, I mean, he's so fucked up. He's just like, all right, man, I'll see you later, I guess. And I'm like, what do you mean? Dude? You're my ride back. And he's like, yeah, just hang out. Just hang out. It'll be cool. I like end up just like walking around Miami, like just getting drunk and then wait until like four in the morning, four 30. I get a text again. He goes, we're heading back. And I'm like, thank fucking God. We take a 5 a.m. Uber back to Fort Lauderdale. He puts like 30 bucks in my hand. He just goes, hey, man, get home safe. Good to see you again. And I'm like, yeah, fucking, you're the man. Love you. <laughs> I think I said I love you. But uh, I get back to my apartment from the hotel that I'm staying at. And there's like a couple girls there, like with my buddy. And uh, these girls I had texted early on. Right. Earlier on in the night. And okay. I go, and I, this, this is the funny, like, I go, Hey, what the fuck, Laura? Like, why didn't you come hang out with me? I was hanging out with like professional hockey players. And she goes, professional hockey players. You told me you were hanging out with the Ottawa senators. Why the fuck would I want to hang out with a bunch of Canadian politicians? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah that was like i was like that's unbelievable yeah so hockey dude i mean like even if you're you live in in the northeast and everyone you know is from the northeast it still gets no respect yeah it's <laughs> it, that is especially because really i couldn't get to the club with professional athletes i was like what the right. fuck is this right it would be really well, funny though to, to like try yeah. to like talk someone up being like guys i'm hanging out with a canadian politician tonight who's with me Yo, uh, who wants to go over universal health care? Right? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Gally, you got one for us? How did Damon get in? Um, I mean, I, I don't want a, a stand-up ghost story. And I, I guess I have some, I have two minor hockey stories. On My, my parents, on their, their first date, they went to a semi-pro hockey game in Pueblo, Colorado. And my mom got hit with a puck. Oh shit! Yeah, very wrong com. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's that's <laughs> one of those. And uh, there's a guy named uh, he's he's like a Pueblo legend. Is this isn't like a story at all? These are just like Pueblo hockey, just Pueblo hockey tidbits. But I don't, I can't top Flynn's story. There's a guy in Pueblo named Dave Feemster who used to he played for the Red Wings and the Blackhawks, and then he moved okay. to. He moved to Pueblo when his playing career was done and bought like uh, four Little Caesars restaurants. And now he's this uh, this pizza guy who like goes around to schools and give he gives like motivational speeches in Pueblo. So I listened. Yeah. When I was in elementary, when I was 
yeah, when I was in elementary, middle school, and high school, I watched Dave Feimster give the same speech. So that's <laughs> yeah. anyone who listens to this podcast, look up Dave Feimster. I think yeah. he played maybe there's there's one clip of him on YouTube, like getting into a fight. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's the he's the sweet, the sweet kind of just like very meek looking guy, but he I don't know. He's a, he's he's Pueblo royalty. So shout out to Dave Feimster. It is fun that there's a uh, Pueblo legend in Pueblo Taylor. royalty. Yeah, yeah. like a, re- a regional celebrity in Pueblo. Uh, and uh, John Michael Lyles just moved to to Vail. He did. That's really? where he does like like that's where he does like Johnny's Wine Cellar from. That's good. Um, yeah. So supposedly he's been seeing playing playing hockey in my hometown in Eagle, where I where I currently am. Uh, wow. Yeah, the golf then, trip uh, to Eagle uh, in a few weeks. You headed to Eagle for what? Golf. Me and uh, my buddy lives up there, so uh, we're doing like a big golf trip on uh, Eagle Ranch. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to work in that course back in high school. The first year it was open. Uh, yeah, no. It's uh, also also who lives here is uh, Dennis Potman. Oh, he was a good goalie. No, no, sorry, uh, uh, Dennis Hextall. Two completely yeah. different. Brother of yeah. Ron Hextall? I don't think he's related to Ron Hextall, he, but he was a. Uh, he's also like I don't know if he was. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but he was a fairly famous hockey player at one point. But he lives in Eagle, and he he moved he moved here for duck hunting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I think it's like more of a second home. though. I don't. I don't think he's like people don't really see him around town very often. Uh, it is uh, one a.m. in New York, as my computer reminds me, because I haven't reset the clock. Uh, John, you want to wrap this up? Oh, you're muted. Right. Yeah. I don't have a ghost story this week. No. All right. No worries. Uh, I don't have one either. Uh, let's just, we can wrap it up. Do you guys have anything to plug? Uh, listen to my first week of July. If you have shows that you want to plug What's that? I said, if you want to have shows that you want to plug for, think of the last week of June or first week of July. Okay. I just want to plug my podcast. It's called It's All a Big Nothing. Me and the great uh, Mr. Aaron Wentz do that. So listen to that. All right. We can do that. And and Alec? Um, All right. So if you're a transplant, if you're somebody that's moving from one place or another, you might be, uh, are looking for a good podcast and maybe talk about that experience. Uh, I have a podcast called transplants. Um, we have like, you know, comedians or people that are just moved around as well as like my own, uh, just, you know, mental breakdown on audio platforms. Um, that's a good time. And, uh, also if you live in Denver, uh, Sunday, fun day comedy, we do it every first and third Sunday. And also, I just want to say, I want to, like, I'm impressed with myself. I want to give myself kudos for how well I did some hockey commentary on in this episode. I felt like I did. I felt like fucking John Butcher Ross out there. <laughs> and we got, I think me and Brett definitely got some pucks in deep. Uh, you know, there's a lot we can work on uh, next, next pod. But, um, you right, know, I think right. there's definitely some stepping stones. And, uh, you know, the boys just got to keep buzzing. And uh, I think we're going to be doing that in the next couple of games. Yep, right. You know, chip at our rebounds and, uh, you know, just keep going at it. Uh, we're trying to wear them down. Uh, guys, uh, I guess I'll, I'll pitch you. Uh, we're bringing power hour back to, uh, the comedy fort in July and, uh, it will probably make a, uh, a Denver comedy hour and a Boulder comedy hour out of that, uh, at some point. But, uh, uh, that's, that's all I got for now. So, uh, 
uh, let, let's wrap it up guys. Uh, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk again next week. Yes. Thank you, Brett. Thanks. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate yeah, it. for sure. Work all day has got me sick. I'm tired of all the politics. Only one thing does the trick. Time for broken shtick. Part hockey, part comedy. You get all of your kicks for free. There's only one place to be here on Broken Shtick. The world is changing, don't you blink. Outside and inside the rink. Go and pour yourself a drink. It's even later than you think. Just played you a trick and you feel like a lunatic Grab a puck and a stick real quick It's time for broken shtick It's time for broken shtick It's time for broken shtick